Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. We're coming to you this morning from the Dallas, Texas area. We want you to know Jesus Christ loves you. He loves you. He loves you. That's what's in my heart this morning. Those of you that are listening to me, Jesus Christ loves you so much that he gave himself for your sins on the cross of Calvary. Brutal, brutal suffering unto death. He died for our sins. He was buried And on the third day, the Father raised him from the dead, and he's seated at the right hand of the Father right now. We give you thanks, Father. We give you thanks. Praise you, Father. Thank you for the sacrifice of your Son. Thank you that you gave your only begotten Son a living sacrifice for our sins. And his precious blood was shed for our sins. The word, you, the word of Lord. God says, you loved us, Lord Jesus, you, and Lord. you washed us from our sins in your own blood. Thank you you who knew no sin became sin on our behalf, Amen. that we might be made the righteousness of God in Praise you. God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, Amen. for your precious blood. Amen. I want to speak to you out there, those of you that are in sin and you just feel so lost, you feel so desperate, you feel there's no hope for me. I want you to know this morning there's hope for you. The precious Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, became a man. He was born of the Virgin Mary. He became a man just like you are, a human being with flesh and blood, just like you are. He was tempted in every way as we are, yet he never yielded to those temptations. That's why he is called the spotless lamb, the precious lamb of God. And he was offered. He willingly gave himself to do the will of the Father. The Bible says that God so loved us, and that means you too, you who are listening to me, and you feel so desperate, so lost, You feel like you're out of control. You can't overcome your situation. You know you're being destroyed. Maybe you know you're destroying yourself. But I want to let you know this morning, I am living testimony. There is hope. There is light. There is a way. His name is Jesus. And he gave himself willingly on the cross for you. He loves you. Hear my voice this morning. I'm speaking to you by the Holy Ghost. You who are listening to me that are desperate, that are you feel like there's no hope, I want you to know there's hope. All you have to do, Jesus said, come to me, come to me, come to him, 
Confess your sin to him. Confess everything to him. He will hear you. If you will come humbly before him, he will hear you and he will forgive your sin. The Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. He will do it. And the Bible says if we confess Jesus as our Lord and believe that he rose from the dead, we shall be saved. We'll be born again. Thank you, Lord. We'll become a new creature in Christ, whoever you are. Hear this word. The Lord Jesus Christ loves you so much that he gave himself a living sacrifice for your sins. The Bible says he loved us and he washed us from our sins in his own blood. So again, come to him. Come to Jesus. The best thing to do is come to him and speak to him in your own words and confess your sin to him. Call upon him. The Bible says, come to Jesus. Come to me. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Not go to such and such a church or such and such a religion, but come to him. He's alive. He's at the right hand of the Father right now. He is alive and he can hear your voice. He can hear your prayer. Remember these words. It's in John chapter 3. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever lives and believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. In Jesus is everlasting life. Come to him and receive that everlasting life. Thank you, Jesus. Today we're going to talk about the fruit of lies. Let's turn to Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. Sow to yourselves in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. You have plowed wickedness. You have reaped iniquity. You have eaten the fruit of lies because you did trust in your way in the multitude of your mighty men. We receive the fruit of lies because we trust in the liars who present themselves as mighty men of God. The answer is, sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, seek the Lord till he rain righteousness on you. We seek him in his word. We need to sow the word of God in our hearts. Let's turn to Isaiah 55. Seek you the Lord while he may be found. Call you upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. We need to understand the word of God is alive, it is powerful. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing asunder between the soul and the spirit. 
John 8:31 Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him If you continue in my word then are you my disciples indeed and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free They answered him We be Abraham's seed and were never in bondage to any man how sayest thou you shall be made free Jesus answered them Verily verily I say unto you whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin and the servant abideth not in the house for ever, but the Son abideth ever. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Jesus will free you from your sin if you will continue in his word. He will send the Holy Ghost. He will give you understanding by the Holy Ghost. He will teach you the word of God by the Holy Spirit, and he'll lead you by the Holy Spirit to do it, that's continuing in his word, as we read in verse 31. The lies that we have eaten bring us into bondage. They produce fruit. The word of God will produce fruit. The truth will produce good fruit in your life. But lies produce evil fruit in your life. Let's go to Matthew 15, verse 17. Do you not yet understand that whatsoever entereth in at the mouth goeth into the belly, and is cast out into the draught? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witnesses, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. The Bible talks about guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So what we allow into our hearts and if it's good if it's the truth it will bring forth good fruit and it'll come out of our mouth if the truth is in our heart and the bible says of itself jesus said when he was praying to the father in john 17 father sanctify them by thy truth thy word is truth so the word of god is the truth and as you sow the truth in your heart it will begin to come out of your mouth and it'll affect your life, and it'll affect the lives of others for good. But if we eat the fruit of lies, when we eat the fruit of lies, those lies take root in us, strongholds are established in us, and they affect our life for bad, for evil. They have an evil effect on our life, and the life of our family members, and the lives of others. I want to give some personal testimony. I've actually experienced this in my own life. I was in a church for over 20 years, and there were some lies being taught in that church, some very serious lies. You know, the Bible talks about damnable heresies. There are things that are spoken sometimes that are not true, but they're not damnable heresies. A damnable heresy is something where if you believe it, you will end up being damned. And there were damnable heresies being taught in this church. And one of the key factors, if we go back to Hosea, chapter 10. Let's just revisit that. Hosea chapter 10 verse 13. You have plowed wickedness, you have reaped iniquity, you have eaten the fruit of lies, because thou didst trust in thy way and in the multitude of thy mighty men. So this tells us right here why we eat the fruit of lies. Because we're trusting in our own way, our own understanding, we're leaning on our own understanding, and we trust in our mighty men. Sometimes people refer to a preacher as a mighty man of God, or some of the people in the Bible are referred to as mighty men of God. And that's what we do. 
we trust in our own way, and then we also trust in a man. And this is key. This is the main thing that opens the door to receive the fruit of lies. So, going back to my own life, I received the fruit of lies. In fact, the very person who I was looking to and trusting in, my preacher, he actually taught these verses. And what was happening was God was trying to tell me, Rob, you have eaten the fruit of lies. But I didn't, I didn't understand what God was saying to me. Because of those lies, I fell into sin. But by the grace of God, I came to a place of repentance. God actually brought me in his great mercy to a place of repentance And I had godly sorrow. The Bible says godly sorrow works repentance, not to be repented of. And I repented of my sin. The Lord forgive me. And he washed me in his precious blood, white as snow. And I turned from my sin and I followed Jesus. And he led me completely out of that church and out of those lies. I received the righteousness of Jesus Christ through his grace. Hosea chapter 6, verse 1. Come and let us return unto the Lord. For he hath torn, and he will heal us. He hath smitten, and he will bind us up. After two days will he revive us. In the third day he will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. Then shall we know, if we follow on to know the Lord. His going forth is prepared as the morning, and he shall come unto us as the rain as the latter and former rain unto the earth. Right here in these verses, we have the gospel. We have the death and the burial and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. It says after two days, he will revive us. When you come to Jesus, he includes you. You are included through water baptism into his death, his burial, and his resurrection. That's why it says after two days, will he revive us. In the third day, he will raise us up. So we are crucified with Christ and we are raised with him, justified from all those sins through the shed blood of the lamb, through his death and resurrection. We are justified and we're raised in newness of life to serve him. And then in verse three, then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. And that's what we need to do. As Christians, we need to get to know the Lord. Paul said he counted everything in his life as dung that he might know Jesus and the power of his resurrection. And we can know him as we continue with him in his word. It is the blood of Jesus that washes us and makes us white as snow.